It's the holiday season, and although the holidays are chock full of fun and merrymaking, they can also take a serious toll on your well-being. Now, this can be a stressful season for anyone, but business owners are especially vulnerable, and that is why self-care has to be bumped to the very top of your holiday to-do list. In this episode of the Pilates Business Podcast, I'm going to share some tips for making sure you take care of you this holiday season. Well, hi there. I'm Sarah Glanfield. I'm a business and marketing strategist just for boutique fitness studio owners like you. If you're ready to be inspired and make a bigger impact, you're in the right place. All you need are a few key strategies, the right mindset, and some support along the way. Join me as I share the real-life insights that will help you grow a sustainable and profitable studio. This is the Pilates Business Podcast. Welcome back to the Pilates Business Podcast. I'm Saran and I'm thrilled you're here with me today because today's episode is personal. I'm going to make this a quick an easy listen for you. And instead of talking about specific ways to support your business... I'm going to talk about specific ways to support you. And as I share this episode with you, I am drinking a green juice because I don't know about you, but I have certainly put my own health on the back burner the last few weeks. And I know really just how easy it is to get off track. And you know what they say, right? About that oxygen mask on the plane. You know, you have to take care of you before you can take care of anyone or anything else. And that includes your business. And at this time of year, the list really just, just seemed to go on and on. And so I want to know whether you are on that list. And if you're like a lot of small business owners and a lot of studio owners, you may have put this to the very bottom of the list, if you even make the list at all. So can we change that? together so that you and your business can really thrive and enjoy this holiday season. All right. So before we get into the heart of the episode, which is centered around self-care for studio owners, not for your clients, not for anyone else, but for you, for studio owners, I want to get one thing out of the way first. It's really easy to keep doing all the things because you can, but that is not necessarily the healthiest way for you to build and grow your business or the healthiest way to take care of you. Self-care is not selfish. In fact, it is selfless. I'm going to say that again because it's so incredibly important. Self-care is not selfish. Truly, it is selfless. You cannot show up and meet the demands of running a business, being a leader to your team and to your clients, and serving your clients with the energy and passion that I know you have if you're running on empty. And we aren't even talking about all the other things you have going on in your life right now. You have a lot of people counting on you, okay? And the only way to show up and be your best for them, for your team, for your clients, for your family, for your loved ones, for your friends, and anyone else that needs you, is to take care of you. So when you think about it from this perspective, self-care is actually a completely selfless act. You have to take care of yourself in order to take care of business. Okay. So now that we all agree, we've got that out of the way, let's talk about how to practice self-care, especially now during this absolutely bananas time of year. 
And I have to say my first tip, this is something that I struggle with personally, but that truly helps me to make sure that I don't keep pushing my, that, that, that sort of me time to the bottom of the list. And that truly is about putting it on the calendar. If you're like all the studio owners I know, you are pretty firmly tied to that schedule. In fact, to be honest, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, this is a very general strategy that I recommend from all of my studio owner clients for many different things. If you want to get something done, you have to plan it out. You have to put it on the calendar, right? So just like you're planning your business for next year, you're planning your social media posts for the next week or month or so, you guessed it, doing something to take care of yourself, that also should go on the calendar. Watch and watch it happen, okay? When you put things on your calendar, they do tend to happen. So whether that's downtime, whether that's meditation time, whether that's your own workout, I really encourage you to carve it out and put it on the calendar as an appointment that you do not move. Now, I'm not suggesting you schedule every tiny minute of everything you do. I, I think that takes things to the extreme. Um, but I do encourage you to think about sort of when each week you're going to take care of you. What are you going to be doing each week that's going to give you back a little bit of of the energy um, and what's going to revive you each week or each day, right? Now, you as a studio owner, you know the benefits of movement, right? You're the expert on this. So give that gift to you, right? Put your workout on the schedule. If you want to work out four times per week, first thing in the morning, block that time off on your calendar, okay? I know from being a busy mom and a busy business owner and working with hundreds of studio owners that this is one of those things that does actually make you feel not so good about doing what you do. If you aren't able to squeeze that workout in yourself, if you aren't able to get the benefits of what you're preaching for others to to do, um, then it doesn't make you feel good. So that's, I want to help you make you feel good. I want to see you feel great. So let's pop that workout. If that's what you want, pop it on the calendar. All right. And you know, the next tip I have is also related to your, to your, um, to your daily schedule too. And this is something that I, I think I kind of have to have this conversation with every studio owner that I work with at some point. All right. Um, and that is about setting boundaries, right? I want to see you be able to walk into your studio and teach your clients with energy and enthusiasm for what you do every single day, which means you need downtime every day. And I know that you have a thousand balls in the air and you can keep juggling all of them, right? And you can keep going and you can keep doing all the things. But at this time of year, with all of those added demands of social engagements and family events and playing Santa, you have even more on your plate than usual. So just give yourself some downtime, okay? Decide what hours of the day you're going to be on and which hours you will be off every single day and stick to it. Okay. So let's say that you are someone who frequently, um, uh, communicates with your clients via text. This is often, I see this a lot, especially with small studios. There's a lot of text messaging that go, takes place between teacher and client around scheduling and rescheduling, especially this time of year, right? Things, the schedules are, are people are off of their usual routines, but that doesn't mean that you have to apply to, to a client at nine o'clock at night. You don't have to, you don't need to, you can put that phone down. You can switch on that. Do not disturb. And you can reply to those text messages at a reasonable business hour. All right. Whatever that looks like for you. Okay. So 
no matter what, what happens then is that you get that time back to you. You can put your phone away, you can log off, you can be disconnected and uninvolved in your business between say the hours of 7 p.m. and 8 a.m. the next morning. And I'd be really careful about how easy it is to get sucked back in to checking and replying quickly because it's only going to take just a minute or two to reply. But what happens is mentally you're draining your, yourself and you're giving, you're, you're putting your head back into business mode. And when you, we switch tasks like that, it's actually quite exhausting and taxing. So I really encourage you to take, to really set those boundaries and really stick to it. You do need downtime. You do need to be able to turn it off and tune out and be away from the studio so that you can come back the next day with energy and passion and enthusiasm and excited to be there. So give it a try over the next few weeks, perhaps with a a slightly shorter work day and just, just see what happens. Okay. So my last tip for getting the self-care you need during the holiday season is all about mindset, which I do talk about a lot inside of my Thrive group program. Mindset is key in business ownership and in life. And in order to take care of your well-being during this really fast pace and quite demanding time, you might need to just sort of switch and adjust your mindset a little bit. Now, this is not the time to roll out a huge, massive new marketing campaign, hire a bunch of team members, host a teacher training. Probably not the best thing to do at the end of the year where you perhaps don't have the energy, perhaps your clients are not focused either. This time of year is busy. It's stressful. So take it easy on yourself and adjust your expectations, please. Know that you're going to be a little bit overscheduled, perhaps a little bit short on sleep. So give yourself a little bit of grace this time of year. Please understand that, you know, you might feel a little bit run down at some point and you might feel like you might want to be prepared for that. Um, I really encourage you to be very realistic about what you'll be able to achieve and accomplish over the next couple of weeks, especially if you are traveling to see family, maybe you'll be um, away from the studio and relying on other people to run it for you. Perhaps you're going to be spending a lot more time with your family and juggling a lot of things right now. So make sure you're aware of that so that you don't end up pushing yourself and overwhelming yourself and not having the opportunity to truly enjoy this very special time of year. So allow yourself the leeway to not be perfectly on point and productive okay, during the holidays. Don't tell yourself that you're going to do these amazing big things. You're going to write those emails. You're going to work on that campaign for January. It's okay. Give yourself downtime. Take the time off. Accept that you'll only be able to do so much and you're not going to be responding immediately to every email. You're not going to be responding to every social media post or every gift or everything that you need to be doing. Give yourself grace and flexibility and your well-being will be preserved as a result. Okay. So there you have it. My thoughts on what I really feel that small business owners around the world should be doing as they head into this very busy period and beyond, perhaps even to get the self care that they need. I really hope this was helpful to you as you continue to, to build and grow as a studio owner and as a business owner. And I'm here to help answer your questions. So, so please get in touch. Are you feeling overwhelmed? Perhaps a little bit close to burnout, perhaps not just during the holidays, but maybe all year long. If you 
find yourself perhaps needing that little bit of extra support. Um, if you need perhaps not just guidance in business, but a bit of help to make sure that you're not, you're not doing too much, then please let me know. Because when I work with studio owners instead of Thrive, I don't just want to see your revenue numbers grow. I want to see you enjoy what you do. I have a, my mission is based on two things. One is helping you grow your business. And the second is helping you enjoy your business. And instead of Thrive, when I work with studio owners, I help to not just give you the tools to help you grow, but I do that with alongside a little bit of gentle, sometimes less than gentle encouragement to also take downtime and focus on what matters to you and build a business that supports you in the life that you want, right? So there is no cookie cutter solution or way to build and grow a business, but there is a right way for you to grow your business. I really, really feel so strongly about this. Um, and I want to help you to move from just being okay and perhaps dancing, teetering on the edge of, on the edge, you know, <laughs> and I want you to find flow in your business and joy in your business and a sense of, of pride and accomplishment, because that is really how you, you have the ability, you, you really should be feeling that way. What you do, the work you do is phenomenal. It's incredible. And I want to see you balance business with a business that works for you and enables you to live and love life, which doesn't always mean going at a hundred miles an hour, a hundred percent of the time. So if you want to know a little bit more about how I work with my clients and help them balance all of these things, then you can head over to spring3.com forward slash thrive or shoot me a quick email, send me a DM on Instagram. I'm happy to tell you a little bit more about um, how I can help you to grow a business that supports you. Did you love this episode and want more? Head to spring3.com and check out my free resources that will help you run a profitable and fulfilling studio business. And before you go, one last reminder, there is no one way to do what you do, only your way. So whatever it is that you want to do, create or offer, you've got this. Thanks again for joining me today and have a wonderful rest of your day. Oh,